back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your convenience. September 9th, 2021. Where's the T-Mobile love? Our bullish call on AT&T yesterday understandably triggered questions about our views on T-Mobile, the darling investment of wireless investors since 2016. We call for AT&T stock to outperform T-Mobile over the next 12 to 18 months and noted that our T-Mobile estimates are below consensus. We still believe in the significant opportunity afforded by T-Mobile's spectrum depth. However, it has not been leveraging the differentiation to achieve higher growth, and new spectrum purchases by its peers have created longer-term risk. In order to avoid any confusion on where we stand and to be officially listed as a covering analyst, we will initiate new coverage with a neutral rating on the stock today. Spectrum Differentiation We have long believed that the 2.5 GHz spectrum depth can enable a differentiated wireless experience that leads to wireless market share gains and opens up new market opportunities. We first started writing about this deep spectrum block when it was owned by Clearwire, a stock we previously recommended. However, the cleanup and deployment of the 2.5 GHz spectrum has taken much longer than we could have ever imagined. Initially, Clearwire selected an Intel-backed WiMAX technology that was a bust. Then, Sprint hampered Clearwire's ability to invest and prevented the sale of that spectrum to others. SoftBank initially talked a big game, but its hidden and primary motive was to consolidate the market, superseding any resolve to invest in the network and compete. Deutsche Telekom bailed out SoftBank, but a lengthy lawsuit by the state AGs delayed the start of T-Mobile's spectrum investment program. Even now, T-Mobile has been slower to deploy than most expected, and its corporate development team has been largely inactive in acquiring remaining 2.5 GHz spectrum pieces it does not own or control. T-Mobile's competitors are closing the spectrum gap. The problem with the delays mentioned above is that T-Mobile's competitors have been on a spectrum buying spree since the Sprint deal was approved. The interactive graphic below shows how T-Mobile's spectrum elite has shrunk, primarily due to the C-band and CBRS spectrum auctions. That gap could close further, following yet another auction of midband spectrum this year. AT&T might also deepen its spectrum in a lease deal with DISH that would benefit both companies. Over time, the lack of superior spectrum depth will limit T-Mobile's ability to offer a differentiated wireless service offering. Why is T-Mobile not seeing better growth now? It will take time for AT&T and Verizon to build out C-band spectrum. This provides T-Mobile with a window of opportunity in the near term to increase market share with a differentiated service offering. It already deployed 60 to 80 megahertz of spectrum depth across 165 million pops. Yet, over the last three quarters, T-Mobile's quarterly wireless service revenue increased by only 380 million. That trails the 400 million added by Verizon and the 460 million for AT&T. AT&T Spectrum investments in 2019 have clearly improved its subsequent results. Verizon's XLTE-branded Spectrum investments in 2014 did the same up until T-Mobile began the uncarrier movement later that year. It's possible that T-Mobile's Spectrum investments are about to show up as faster revenue growth in upcoming quarters, and that we are just being too critical or too early. The consensus is clearly more optimistic than us about the upcoming share gains. Does 5G matter for consumers? T-Mobile's marketing features 5G coverage maps and winning speed tests, but it's unclear if this is resonating with consumers. 
5G speeds are not remotely in the ballpark of what the industry promised. How often are customers running speed tests on their phone? We believe the ultimate question is whether a consumer experiences delight or relief when that 5G icon appears on the phone. That is largely the case for LTE compared to the frustration when a consumer sees a 3G or even 4G icon. For some consumers, the 5G icon on their phone might even be an unwelcome sight. Press reports and labels on phones themselves suggest turning 5G off to preserve battery life. In our note, we included a tweet from Joanna Stern saying, quote, one year with 5G, and I truly cannot think of one instance where I have had said, this is so fast, thank goodness I'm not on 4G. Next paragraph. Is T-Mobile's overall experience differentiated? LTE networks have seen improved performance in recent years due in large part to incremental spectrum deployments. The reality is that most subscribers don't even have a 5G-capable phone. OpenSignal has done a test for this. It's Overall download experience includes LTE and 5G in proportion to typical usage. AT&T came out on top for the fourth time in a row, dating back to January of 2020. This seems more representative of a consumer's experience in a market versus a 5G-only speed test competition. It also might offer an explanation for why T-Mobile's recent results have not been notably better than its peers. Is winning a speed test even winning? T-Mobile came out on top in Ookla's version of the overall download experience in a Q2 2021 speed test market analysis. Its average download speeds of 55 megabits per second topped AT&T's 48 megabits per second and Verizon's 40 megabits per second. Is that crushing the competition or even noticeably differentiated? T-Mobile's window of opportunity remains open. We have not given up on T-Mobile and would very much like to be proven right about 2.5 gigahertz spectrum. It still has plenty of time to both leverage its existing deep 2.5 gigahertz spectrum deployments and to build that spectrum deeper and in more markets. This can happen before AT&T and Verizon can build out their newly purchased spectrum. The interactive chart below is a good way to visualize how T-Mobile can maintain a lead over the next two years based on the upper mid-band 5G deployment plans of each operator. For example, by the end of 2023, T-Mobile expects to have deployed 5G technology on 200 megahertz of spectrum across 300 million pops. AT&T and Verizon do not expect to reach more than 200 million pops by that time, and the depth of their deployments will be lower. One caveat is that this chart excludes the benefits to AT&T and Verizon of 5G standalone and DSS technology deployments on low and mid-band spectrum. DSS technology enables spectrum to be used for LTE and 5G, although it has come up far short on early promises and likely negatively impacts capacity and ultimately performance for its LTE users. New neutral rating, but not a new view. We're not throwing in the towel on T-Mobile. Frankly, our towel hasn't been in the ring since the launch of Lightshed and effectively since the Sprint deal. Big transactions are hard for any company, in any industry. Sprint is not Metro PCS. This is a major undertaking. Add to that a changeover in senior management and a notable change in how management interacts with investors. Most companies would be in a show-me state with these dynamics. We have also been critical of new T-Mobile. Last July, we posited, has T-Mobile run out of ideas? 
after its first Uncarrier event. We also highlighted how a rough relationship with Dish can hurt T-Mobile. We estimate AT&T will grow wireless service revenue faster than T-Mobile over the next 12 to 18 months as a result of Dish's new wholesale deal with AT&T. We were caught off guard and obviously wrong during the strong 2020 outperformance of T-Mobile stock. During that period, we were hesitant to chase T-Mobile stock based on its pace of network deployment that was slower than we and many had anticipated. Yet the stock continued to rise. 2021 has been a different story. T-Mobile stock has notably underperformed the S&P 500. It's currently underperforming AT&T year-to-date if dividends are included. That underperformance has now caused the stock to underperform the S&P 500 since the spring closing, even though it has outperformed AT&T and Verizon over that period. Our note includes a table that shows T-Mobile's stock performance relative to the S&P during the Ledger era and then since the T-Mobile transaction. Not a hater. There are many reasons to be bullish on T-Mobile. The opportunity that 2.5 GHz Spectrum offers. Fair value is higher than where the stock trades today, although we do not assign price targets to neutral rated stocks. The 2021 sell-off positions the stock for a bounce. New momentum in Spectrum deployments might start yielding even stronger reported results. Nevertheless, we will remain on the sidelines until we observe traction in growth and greater clarity on its Spectrum deployments and Spectrum acquisitions that we think need to be done in order to extract maximum value from that Spectrum. Our estimates are above guidance and consensus in 2020, but below consensus for 2022. That puts our neutral view at great risk, given the company's long track record on delivering better-than-expected results. Hope this helps, and have a great week.